Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I am Big Dave. And uh, we're going to do a Nashville-centric episode uh, this time around, uh, simply because before we even like cut the mics on, we started talking about... <laughs> we were reminiscing about the Reminiscing about some stuff that used to be around here that uh, that we missed. Yeah. Um, that we, we've touched on a few of these things in, in the, past. the past episodes. Yeah. Um, again, this is a, it's a very Nashville centric episode. Yes, it is. But we had so many cool, I guess it was probably, was it the summertime? We talked a little bit about some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The different concert venues. Right. But the thing is, is there was more to it than that. Um, let's do a, a quick little rundown. You, I've lived here my entire life. You've been yeah. here since I moved in, in like 89, 90, okay, somewhere so in there. 30 ish years ago. Somewhere yeah. Right in there. So it's one of those that obviously like most cities, Nashville has undergone, undergone a major change in the last decade. Well, Nashville's always been a city that kind of changed with the times. It's been very transient. Yeah. The city's always been very transient because you've got Interstate 65, 40, and 24 all crossing right here. Right. So it's easy to get pretty much where you need to go from here. Right. And there's also people who come to town wanting to make their name in music. Yeah. And that usually would last about two or three years, and then they would go somewhere else you yep. know and so you know they, usually to austin uh, yeah or they would go back to wherever yeah they were from you know uh, and and not to say you know like we didn't enjoy having them here i mean that that's always been a thing too i mean like i said from living here yeah forever i can't tell you how many times i know someone who moved to town because their parents came here looking to make it in the music business yeah and they would be gone within a year or two three if you were lucky you know because none of them made it and they were yeah. like well i guess it's time to go back home or or you know would get a job somewhere else or, or whatever you know and, yeah and or they'd get transferred it. with the job they were working yeah. while trying to that, make it the music and there business. was a lot of that as well i mean that's uh especially in the early 90s nashville had a real big boom like they revitalized downtown and Oh, they they changed downtown from being completely. Oh man, from, it was seedy as when I, everything. When I first moved to town, you didn't go downtown. No, no, because Everyone it was nothing worked, but adult bookstores and, and pawn shops yeah. and drug dealers and prostitutes and yeah. And it, it literally was one of those things. If you went to Lower Broad, there's a good chance you were going to get mugged. Yep. Or or something. I mean, it was just it was just something you did not do. And and also the fact the city, like so many other cities in the 70s and, and 80s, you know, had the what's been deemed white flight, you know, basically what it is, is no one lived downtown. Well, there wasn't any housing downtown. Well, there was very little. Yeah. You know, there were some apartments and stuff like that, but there were just, no one lived downtown. Everybody lived in the suburbs. And so it was one of those things, people who worked downtown would come in and at five o'clock when they were done, they would all leave. And downtown was a ghost town. Yes. I mean, it was a ghost town for, until the next day when, you know, uh, 7 a.m. when 7 people started rolling, people start back, rolling in. back in again. And it was just, it was a lot of homeless. And, I mean, it just, it was not a place that you wanted to be. No. After 5 o'clock. Well, after getting close to sunset. Yeah. So, we had a mayor, his name was Richard Fulton. Yeah. That had this idea. And they, and, and he wanted to, um, if you've been to Nashville before, or if you've lived here, I'm, I'm sure that most of our listeners are people who are 
from here or we know. <laughs> Thanks to both of you. Yeah, we exactly. appreciate we it. We, we appreciate right. that. Um, but but know, a lot of folks have visited here because right, right, Opryland right. was Right. We had Opryland. That was a thing. But if you get downtown and you walk all the way down to the end of Broadway to First Avenue, it's right next to the Cumberland River. Yeah. That is right there next to the river is Riverfront Park. That has not always been there. No. That was something that Richard Fulton put in. Put in. Like that was they they called it Fulton's Folly for because everybody's like, Oh, well you are gonna go down here, you're gonna do this thing, and all you're gonna do is you encourage, you know, homeless people to go and sleep down there and blah blah blah. Why and, would you give them grass to yeah, sleep? Yeah, exactly. That's you ridiculous. know, that kind of stuff. And so yeah. they did that and they also put a, a larger police presence down there to keep that kind of stuff from yep. happening. And then so well, they honestly they needed a larger police presence down there. They anyway. really did. They really did with everything that was going on just up the block from them. Yeah. But in the process of doing that, he also got this idea to revitalize what's known as the district, which is basically from First to Fourth Avenue. Yeah. So. And and that would encom- that would encompass Lower Broadway. Yep. You know, and and all that kind of stuff. So and start was, starting to bleed over into what is now known as Sobro, yes, which is South yeah, Broadway. Exactly. So it was one of those things that over the next couple of years, you know, two or three years of that, all of a sudden downtown became a destination. And you were getting a lot more tourists down there, yeah. especially on Second Avenue, because that that was a place where like, hey, we're gonna go in here. Really and truly, all they had had for the longest time was there was a, an old spaghetti factory, yep, and there was a Mare Bulls, which yeah. was a nicer steak. It was a, place. It was a high end yeah. steak place, which was really funny because the rest of that place was just a trash heap, and you couldn't walk out the front door without getting hit up for money. Yeah, I mean that was just it, that's what happened. It's one of those things where you'd take your girlfriend down there, and you were going to spend somewhere between one hundred twenty-five, hundred fifty bucks for dinner. Mm, yeah, probably. Which is why which most was a of a whole lot of money back yeah. in the. Like in the Which is why 80s. most of us ate in the trolley car at Spaghetti Factory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spaghetti Factory was great because it wasn't very expensive, but it was deemed a yeah a, a higher class, you know. But it, so it was one of those things. You go at that. Uh, there was also Demos's that was down there oh, on Third. It's a Demos is still there. Yeah, but that was the other place. It yeah. was right there on Third in Commerce. Yeah, which is just right up from Spaghetti Factory. So. And of course, again, to anybody who doesn't know downtown Nashville, they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But the thing <clears> is, <throat> is in doing that and making Second Avenue a destination and a tourist spot, and they and they yeah. opened a lot of like new bars and they opened a lot of, of like retail. They got Gaylord to actually come down there and put in the Wild the Horse. The Wild Horse Saloon went in there. And so and it, the cool thing with that was that Gaylord owned Opryland and they owned the Wild Horse and they yeah. had the the um, the riverboat, the General Jackson, yeah. ran between the two. Like yeah. you, you could get on it over at Opryland and ride all the way to downtown, and they and then and ride back as well. So that yeah. that also became a thing. Um, and so yeah, it was one of those cool things that you would get that kind. We got that kind of stuff, and so that all started vitalizing. In turn, that also made Lower Broad clean up. Yes, finally. And so it was one of those things that all of a sudden. It was a place you could go and not have to worry about getting stabbed or hit up for money or you yeah. know or any of that kind of stuff. And so and I moved to town just in time for it to clean up to where I could go down there. Yeah, to all the music venues. And, and there that. were a bunch of music venues and clubs that were in the area. Yeah. So I remember because I was I turned eighteen in ninety two. I remember. Okay, I'm going to go back to this living here. Okay, being a kid and and you know. I remember when I was a little kid even. Yeah. You know, having a bedtime and hating it. 
hating, you know, when you go to bed at like <laughs> well, eight o'clock or everybody something. Hates I know. Their bedtime. But the thing for now me, now it's a reward. Oh, I know. But the thing is, is for me, I hated it because I always felt like there was something going on somewhere that I wanted to be a part of. Yeah. I didn't realize what that was for the longest time, but I mean like all the way through, I mean like there's something going on and it's downtown. I know it's downtown. I mean, even when downtown wasn't a place to go, I knew that somewhere down there, there was something that was for me. <laughs> I just didn't know what, you know? And so that became a thing, you know, after I graduated high school, a lot of times we would, my friends and I, that's, we would go down there, usually the West End area, you know? Um, yeah. There was, a, there was some cool places down there next to Vanderbilt. You know, there were some cool places. That's when uh, Tower all, Records was still the down there. All the neat college stores yeah. that pop you know, up around Tower a, a Records was down there. Uh, Stone, Mountain Stone Mountain was there, which was this head shop, basically. And um, But it was a corporate head shop. Yeah, it was. I mean, well, it was locally owned. It yeah. was, you know, but it, but it was one of those, I mean, like, I don't know that they actually sold bongs in there. I don't remember that. Yeah, they did. I'm sure they I saw them it probably did. But you know, that's where you would go to get your black light posters and your and your uh, tie dyed oh, t- or the different band t shirts in general. Yeah, different band t shirts. I mean, and that's that was the always hemp jewelry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, those woven belts. Yes. <laughs> Everybody had. Oh, oh, those. oh! No, and don't forget the cat and hat. Oh, the yeah. hat. You know, first yeah. so you could go to your raves. You know, that was like the big thing. You know. No one was going to raves around here that I know of. Well, they have. I never went to one. Okay, but it was. They were around. I know they were That's around. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you'd go into a club and somebody would be wearing one of those hats or something, you know. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I see what they're trying to do. But it was just, it was that type of. Yeah, there was stuff. As years went on, we started getting further and further into actual downtown proper. Yes. Um. I remember one of the big places going to when I was in that age. You know, like that. 18 to 21 22 year was the music city mix factory yes which was on the south 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 side yeah, of that, of that Broadway. was that was in the sober district yeah. and it was a multi-layered yeah dance i think club. it was what five five, five stories yeah it had a and, roof yeah and there roof. was a roof also yeah. and that was the way that they like okay one floor is uh they had um they had bands that played on one floor yeah they had um they, they had, had country dan- line dancing. They had country on line floor. dancing on one floor. They had one floor. It was actually two floors that were together, but it was a big dance, yeah, uh, dance floor. You know, DJ and everything. And then there was, um, I know there was a roof. You go to the roof, and yeah. it was a just a regular outside. You it was kind of hang out, chill. Yeah, and they had it because I think they, they advertised like seven and one or something like yeah. that. You know, but it was one of those things that, that was that became a hey we're gonna go there you know because yeah. it was packed and there was a lot of people our age i'm not a dancer so it was literally was a go and just hang out See, you know you were a, going there i was going a couple doors down to ace of spades to watch bands ace of clubs ace of clubs ace of that's clubs. what it was yeah, ace of clubs that yeah. that was yeah a little further down i've been in there a few times myself yeah. i missed that place that was a cool venue um, which yeah. later became Bar Nashville, which Bar was a corporate, you know, that was a They destroyed mess. that little, um, they destroyed that little club. That, uh, <clears throat> Bar Nashville, man, I got stories about that place. Yeah. Um, the. Well, and then later on in that same area, you had Have a Nice Day Cafe. Have a Nice Day Cafe was up. right there. And people yeah. still talk about, well, of a certain age, still talk about Have a Nice Day Cafe. I was never huge on it. And no. it was everything that you think it was. There was a big smiley face on the floor, and it, it was tie dyed. It was all 60s and 70s. Yeah. You know, like but they were playing hippie. all the lo- latest hip hop. Yeah. And yeah. But they were, it was, it fodder. was, and their, their big thing was the Happy Bowl. 
Yeah, you had you had a glass fish bowl that had basically every type it of was liquor. Hooch is what yeah. it was. I mean, it, it was it was it was with Kool Aid. I mean, yeah. and it was one of those things of like, yeah, you drink one of those things and it put you on your butt, man. Somebody had talked me into going one night, and I was like, yeah, okay. And we walked in. I saw one of those walking by because they evidently yep. had like a black light light that yep. floated in the bowl. Or they something. did all kinds of weird stuff like that. And I was like, what is that? And they explained it to me. And I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm out of here. I, uh, I, uh, I participated in the happy bowl a couple of times. <laughs> of course uh, you did. The, uh, the back then I was, a I, I would, if it had alcohol and you put it in front of me, I'd drink it, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, another thing, um, we had, we had one big gay club here in Nashville. It was, it was the connection, music yeah. city connection. Which was not downtown. It was outside. I mean, it was like it was over. It was, it was in the industrial area. It was in a rough part of town. Is where it kind was. of was east yeah. of Nashville. It was. Well, in, yeah, it, it was wasn't as in, It was more in North Nashville. Well, North everything. Nashville, but it was an industrial area. It was, and literally because there was like I know um, Metro Ready Mix and a couple of places like that were right there on that same road. It was basically you went all the way down to the end of this road. It was like out past um, the stockyard or something. Oh yeah, it was way past yeah. that. But you would go all the way down there, and it was a it was a warehouse, you know, that they had, you know, and they had, there was the dance floor and then there was the, um, they had where they did the drag shows and stuff. And we went, we went, God, I went out there, I don't know how many times. Um, and there, somehow thing, I never made it over to that know, one. That was fun. Uh, there was also the shoot, which was over, um, I remember hearing about that place, but I didn't it was over it in Melrose, uh, which again was out of downtown, you know, uh, yeah. South side of Nashville. And that, it was a small, that was a much smaller place you know and it was their big thing was they had a drag show also but they mainly ran a lot of karaoke and stuff like that it was yeah. a bar more than anything you know it wasn't really a club as much the um uh, i had friends that um i had a friend that, that ran karaoke I had two different friends that ran karaoke out there and then just the, the crowd i was hanging out with at the time we were kind of doing the rounds of all that stuff you know and so i wound up all over the place we had a good time i i enjoy i'll i'll tell you I enjoyed going to the shoot more than the connection. I enjoyed going to the shoot because I would go in there and drink free all night. (laughs) (laughs) I won't even, I won't even lie about that. I was like, Oh, well you mean I'm the attractive one here. (laughs) (laughs) I was always up front. Hey, I'm not, no, you know, but yeah, sure. I'll take the drink. That's not a problem. (laughs) You're a tease. But, uh, that was, that that actually, I had a lot of fun out at that place. Not for that. <laughs> I almost got kicked out of there one night because me and my girlfriend at the time were making out, and there, like, we turned around, like everybody sitting around looking at us. It's like, uh, hey, <laughs> it's like one of these things is not like the other, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the connection was really cool. Again, uh, we were talking about the, the, the drink. We're talking about talking about drinking now because their thing was that there. This is in the late nineties. So Zima was a thing still. And what they would do is if you ordered a Zima, they would put a Jolly Rancher in it. So it would give it an extra drink. But I also had seen them put the little... um, um, the flashy lights the, in it. The, either the flashy lights or just the little um, the glow sticks, the little yeah. small glow sticks down in those those bottles as well, which I'm always like, if one of those things breaks, you're drinking some really toxic stuff. <laughs> yeah. You're poisoned. You're now dead. Uh, 
What was funny is I ran into somebody I went to high school with out there one night, and um, and it was one of those, I saw him at the end of the bar. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know, and so and I was out there with my uh, with my best friend Kim and her girlfriend, you know, and so it was one of those, that's we would do that kind of stuff, you know, and uh, so we. <laughs> I saw him. I'm not gonna mention names. I saw him and I'm like walking around the corner and like I yelled at him, you know. And he turns around and sees me, and he starts doing this like he's looking around like everywhere, like who else is here, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there talking to him, you know, and I'm like, okay, hey, blah, blah blah blah, and he's like really uncomfortable, you know. And 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 it was one of those things that the reason that I saw him was because I was standing at the bar waiting for a drink. Yeah. And I looked over, and there were these two really hot girls making out, like right there at the bar, and he was standing like on the other side of them. So eventually, my gaze went from them to, hey, I know that guy, <laughs> <laughs> and. uh so it was one of those things that, you know, he walked in, like I said, I walked, I, I, I ran him down, and I started talking, like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 I'm here with some friends, and blah, 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 that kind of stuff. He's like, okay, cool. And we, there was, like, this awkward, like, little bit of time, and he's like, um, I'm not gay. I'm like, okay, me either. He's like, no, really, I'm not gay. I'm like, dude, I'm here, too. It's all right. It's, you know, <laughs> and uh, he was like, no, really, I'm not. I'm like, I get it. It's fine. I, I didn't put the two. I was thinking he was yeah. there the same reason I was. It was later that I was like, Oh, there's a reason he was there. <laughs> uh, it, but to me, it was just like, hey, I'm here. I'm not. You he know, was afraid you were going to out him. Yeah, I never did, you know, but yeah. it was just kind of one of those. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any way, you know, but it was just kind of one of those things of like, huh, that didn't expect to see that person here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that place has been gone for a long time. The shoot's been gone for a long time. Um, some of these places are no longer with us because of um, there's been more growth. Yeah, um, rent went up. Rent and went up. Couldn't afford to keep the place. The, also, scenes change. Yeah, things that were there. You know. Now we, I, I'm saying all this. There, I'm trying to think if there was anywhere else that was really kind of a happening. Oh, the well, underground. Forgot about the hold, underground. Before we get to North Broadway. Well, but I'm just talking about places yeah. that are not. Music venues, like just other, oh, like that's, that's yeah, what I'm kind of okay, getting into. Yeah, so yeah, the, the underground. underground was not, it, that was... A, that and, was probably the only place that was a dance club that I actually would go into. Yeah, and, and that, that was, was... That was pure technical, techno, it was, trance. It was a... Some industrial... It was a semi-goth club. I yeah, say semi... Because it wasn't completely, but that's where all the goths went to. And yeah, there was there also were, kind of a vampire bar there too. Yeah, so. I know there there was a couple of of that kind of stuff. And this is again early mid nineties when all that stuff was really chic, you know. And uh, I know that was when I went to college. A lot of people always said, "Oh, we went to the underground. We went to the underground. Went to the ground." And like I remember going in the first time and being like, "This is it." Okay, I mean, it was just kind of all right, whatever. I I was in there for the music because that yeah. was back when. Techno was actually decent. Yeah, it was in yeah. all this um, EDM and trap and all. Yeah, that. Well, was, again, we're talking about in the nineties. Yeah, so. and I was a big trance guy anyway. Yeah, that uh, they didn't they didn't run the right kind of uh, drink specials for me. So <laughs> <laughs> that I always back then, especially I was I was more into like, oh, what kind of drinks do they got going? You know, was this blah blah blah? You know. Yeah. Um, I did go and hang out at the Wild Horse. Some um, a friend of mine used to. Um, there was a there was a show that used to air on CMT, uh, live at the Wild Horse yeah. Saloon, you know, and Katie Haas, who was uh, one of their on-air personalities, used to host it. And they would do, um, 
they would do uh, television tapings on Wednesday nights. Yeah. And they had, they called them, they were called the Wild Hoss Dancers. Like, they had this group that you could join in. They would do, like, you know, special stuff or whatever. It was all the country line dance. I never danced. I was not a country line dancer. Okay? <laughs> I was there I was there to drink and hang out and look at the girls. That was yeah. about it, you know. So I would go down there with her sometimes or meet her down there. And so I got to know, like, a big chunk of the, the dancers and stuff, you know, and, and that kind of stuff, and then met other people. And, you know, we had a real scene for a while, you know, there for yeah. a year or so. And then oh, people country started line dancing off was and huge. I know, that was, I know, and again, you'd never see me out there because no, I'm, me I have no rhythm whatsoever. And uh, you, you're more likely to get kicked in the shins or something if I got, you know, was trying something. So, but <laughs> it was a, it was just a place to hang out, you know, and we used to, we were down there a lot. Yeah. And again, doorman knew us. Didn't have to pay to get in. They were just like, yeah, come on, you're in here all the time. It's, you know, type yeah. stuff. Um, it's been a few places like that around that, that you know. Um, again, non-music venue. Yeah. Um, and this was kind of what spurred our conversation here. Well, if you want to get into that, a place that, a couple of places that me and my friends would hang out at was uh, Market Street Brewery. Mm-hmm. We would go in there and get dinner right know, before we do it they had really good food there oh they yeah. had a full irish pub fair right you know, i'd right. go in there and get bangers and mash right. and other stuff or we'd go over to the irish bar mulligans mulligans yeah and we'd go in there and we'd play darts and we'd right. eat and, right you know pre-game in there yeah mulligans is another one of those places that miss you know that was uh honestly i found a replacement for mulligans okay i really it, it's my it's not McNamara's, is it? Oh, it's absolutely not McNamara's. McNamara's. Okay, yeah, I've yeah. been in there a few times. Uh, and it's restaurant more than anything. No, know? it's an honest to god Irish pub. Eh. It's owned by an Irishman who opened it so he could have a place to play Irish music well, whenever I get that, he wanted. But to. it's also one of those things. It's not twenty one and up though, because you can actually go in there and eat with yeah. the kids and stuff. You know, well, they got a sports bar upstairs. Yeah, that, well, that must be new since the last time I was there. No, it's been there the whole time. You know, you, just, most people just don't know about it. I don't. They've got pool tables and dart boards and everything it. else upstairs. Hey, I used to be able to throw down some darts and. Uh, I was a pool guy. Yeah, I, I loved playing darts, even sober. I, matter of fact, I've got a dart board that used to hang up here in the in the house. Dude, we used to we play need all to the hang time. that back up. I then. know. I've thought about that a few times. So that's because I even have the backer. I've got one of the places I used to hang out was at, uh, Bailey's, which again is a corporate, you know, yeah. up here in, in Rivergate. That was just up the street. I, I've, I've done my fair share yeah, of time at Bailey's. But one day we were in there and we knew one of the assistant managers, and uh, they were taking down. Some of the, they were replacing the the real dartboards for those automated ones, you know. Oh. I know, but they were taking it down, and, and it was one of the Budweiser, the backers, you know, the red, you yeah. know, the you know that you put behind them. So you with the chalkboards, right? And all that. Yeah, and no, it didn't have the chalkboards. It was one of those that it was just the the big. Oh, just you know, the, okay. The big yeah. red, you know, that had it was a it was it was basically to keep the the walls from being having yeah holes all in it, you know. And uh, she was taken out, and we were like, "Hey, what are you going to do with that?" And she was like, "I don't know. You want it?" And like, "Yes." So nice. <laughs> I got one of those for free. I'm like, yeah, Cambrian. Really, we need to hang that yeah, up. Yeah, we really it used to hang, and you know, like I said, we used to play quite a bit, but it's been a while. I've actually got a set of darts at the house. I, I need to get some new ones if we're going to do that. Because I, I lost a lot. Of, I lost several of the flies and the ones that I had. So. Well, I've got I've got the flags. I, I may have to get a new set because I think the set I got is a little too heavy front heavy. Yeah, you get a look. Yeah, you, and that's one of those things you can get into really customizing stuff. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, um, what was I talking about? Okay, so. Mulligans. There was Mulligans. The other place that was down on Second Avenue was actually between. It was on Church between First and Second. And Dave was there with us a few times, but not much. But me and 
this it whole wasn't really other my group, scene. Yeah, yeah, was the beer cellar. Beer cellar. And Tall Paul was a local musician that we all loved that would play on Thursday nights, and that was it was two for one, and we. The Aardvarks, we ran that place. You I mean, better explain was, what the Aardvarks are. It was are. just a. Basically, we were old school before that movie came out, is what it was. Okay. <laughs> okay. We were a bunch of guys that were in our late 20s and early 30s who were still trying to act like we were in college. And my house was essentially a frat house. Yeah. And it was called, we called this place was called Sanctuary South. Yeah. Another story in that, the reason why it was South. And um, it was just a. We were always there. We were there so much that we would come in and sit down and wouldn't even have to order. They would just go and bring our beer out to us. Wow. They would also, there several times that we walked out without paying, you know, not necessarily on purpose. You know, you get, hey, we're going to go somewhere else or whatever, and then you forget to pay or whatever, and you come back. It's like, I think I forgot to pay. And they're like, oh, yeah, we got you. got you right here. We need you to be back. So, I mean, it was just kind of one of those. Everybody always got paid. Everybody, you know, it was just yeah. kind of, they were always like, we know you're coming. I mean, it was the doorman knew us. You know, we didn't have It was to, your it, version of Cheers. It really was. I mean, we come walking down the walking down the stairs to get into the place, and they were like, Everybody else is having to stand there and like either you know they were everybody's having to show their ID or and usually pay a you know a, cover charge a cover charge and they were just like yeah you guys go ahead just yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we we were there that that much and uh, I've seen it happen folks yeah and it was uh, it was a it was kind of that last hurrah before we were supposed to grow up and of course some of us still didn't and, and I won't name names yeah and then it got it got sad after a while <laughs> and um, but uh, that place is still here it's still there yeah uh, I know they switched owners at one point and a few things but it's not what it was that part of town is not what it was there were other places in town eventually over the years. Uh, over on Demumbrian, which was over closer to Vandy and yeah. Belmont and different places like that. So the college students had a place to go that wasn't that far. Yeah. And so they didn't have to come all the way downtown. And that well, kind of killed a lot of... That killed some of it. But honestly, let's call it the TV show Nashville turned this place well, into an it city. And it's, it's, it's gone been, full... But I'm, even before that... Full bore tourist yeah, downtown. But, well, that's all... All of downtown, like... A, a lower broad now yeah. it's all corporate bars yeah you know and usually it's like and a lot of them are owned by the opry group well yeah and you know it'll have like you know there's like old red which is um the dirt no that's uh, uh no what's no, his name that's blake shelton blake shelton's place, place. and then you there's got jason aldean's got a place yeah down Dirk there. bentley has a place um that, what's his name that uh, garbage band florida georgia line's got, got a, a place, place down there yeah um um who what who is it john rich has got a place john down rich has there. got one kenny chesney's got a or is it chesney no 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 no, no, no. luke bryant yeah. has a place kid rock has a place down there yeah I mean, it's it, one, but the difference is, Kid Rock is probably in there yeah, five nights everyone, a week, hanging yeah, he, out and he talking got, to folks. He got in trouble in there a few, few months back. So, oh, he's always uh, <laughs> getting in trouble in there. But it's one of those things where they—that's all those places are down there. They, yeah. There's still, if you want to come to Nashville and see like traditional, yeah, there's Nashville, still places around. If you go down to you, you, where it's it's it's, it's, the, it's the corner of Broadway and Fifth. Yeah, on the north side, not on the south side, on the north side. North side. side. You've got the Ryman is right there on Fifth, yeah, which is really cool. But then you've got uh, you've got Tootsie's, Tootsie's and Legends Corners, yep, and you've the got, Stage and uh, Roberts Western World yep. and Layla's and the Bluegrass Inn and yeah. like all these and these are all like 
places that have been around a long time that some legends have played in well, over the years. Well, Tootsie's, now, for anybody who's not familiar with the history of Tootsie's, mm-hmm. Tootsie's back door backs up to the Opry's mm-hmm. back door. And There's so, an alleyway between the two. Yeah, and, and a lot of times, and we're talking like Hank Williams used to yeah. slip out the door and over into Tootsie's. Yeah, I mean, this has been around for a long, yeah. long time. Uh, yeah, that's that was that was the, the big thing is that a lot of those guys would leave and women yeah. would leave through the, the uh, they would they they would do their thing at the Opry and then they would leave out the back you know the back, back door exit and then go right straight in the back door of Tootsie's yep. and well I I remember being in high school uh, and going down there and Roberts Western Wear was a boot place yeah that they turned into a bar so that BR four five. Oh yeah, BR five four nine. Yeah, BR four five nine. And I remember standing on the. You couldn't get in the place right. when they were playing, so you'd stand on the street and watch them from the window. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's plenty of places like that. that yeah. Was down there from. It's still down there, but the further you, the the further the lower on broad you get. Yeah. The worse it gets as far as just corporate. Like corporate it's, tourist it's all, trap. I mean, it's it, it has become little. I, I, we we kind of joke around here sometimes. It has become a mini Las Vegas. Yeah, is all it really is, and and it's all bachelorette parties. They're everywhere. Oh, the they are girls. everywhere, and a Go lot, <laughs> and Go and a lot of not just bachelorette parties, but a lot of girls' weekends. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you this much: if you want to come to Nashville and see some attractive women, that okay. You want to see some attractive women go down there on a, yeah. on a week? Hey, let me tell you, uh, I drive for I drive for uh, rideshare. Yeah, I, they're, they're they're everywhere. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. they're all twenty two, and a lot of them are falling down drunk, and just like that's not fun to deal with. But it's just in general because I have had yeah. somebody get sick in my car at least once, yeah. and that's not fun to deal with. And and also just the, the, the loud talking and everything else. But the places that I went that I remember. Um, once again, we're getting, it's, it's like fourth Avenue, uh-huh. uh, South broad, uh, 328 performance hall, 328 performance hall was at the corner of fourth. And I can't remember what the name of the road was. Now these days it is, um, it is Korean vets Boulevard. Yeah. They that tore runs it down, down through there. They, they, they extended the road like all the way. They tore down several buildings, but basically yeah. if you're traveling West, on Vietnam Vets Boulevard, and you get to the corner of Fourth Avenue, yeah. you are sitting on top of where Three Twenty Eight Performance Hall yeah. used to be. If you're at that red light, and so. the bands that I saw at oh, Three Twenty Eight, it's just there's actually a website online where you go and look at all of the set list and everything in the bands that. And we're back. Sorry about that, folks. I uh, had to, uh, had to go deal take with care dog. of a dog problem and also get something really cool for us to talk about here. Yeah. But so, there, was, there was 328. 328 and just up the street from it was a place that started out as a club called Blue Sky Court, mm-hmm. which was kind of a coffee bar music listening room. Right. It's, it's the first place I ever had like a cappuccino or anything oh, like that. It's fancy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. I mean, that was back in the day before Starbucks know, had before proliferated like Walgreens. Plus, it had like, it had the listening room. It had like little private rooms where you sit around and visit. It had right, like, right. had like board games laid out to where you could sit around and play board games. Mm-hmm. It had a huge table in the back to where there were, every once in a while there'd be people back there playing Dungeons and Dragons on this big, huge table. Okay. And later it turned into a full-blown music bar right. called The Phoenix, right. which me and my buddy Kevin went to, I think, three nights a week mm-hmm. on the weekends at some point. 
And it got to the point to where we would show up and we knew the guy at the door and he was, we'd sit out there and talk to him for a little bit. And right. he was like, all right, go on in, guys. Yeah. And between that and Windows on the Cumberland and the listening room, which was kind of over the top of Mulligan's and yeah, some of those buildings yeah. there, I was always in the music room. Yeah. Um, Windows on the Cumberland was this cool little little i mean it was a little place there's a hole in the wall yeah and it was it was on second avenue but it was one of those things you had to walk through it was one of those little out it had a door and it was an alleyway they had like all these little bitty yeah shops. and like there was like there was like a um what was it it was like a there was a little counter like a kind of like a lunch counter that was in there you know yeah. they usually they sold like hot dogs or you know different kind of, that kind of sandwiches stuff. yeah and then there was a downstairs also and i remember at one point there was like there was a head shop that was down there, yeah, there, there was, it was a tattoo parlor that was down there and there was a there was a mini great escape that was down there well there was also um, goddess in the moon which was yeah. a cult shop that's that was true down that's there. true that's true and uh, but in the upstairs, I remember there was a there was some kind of ice cream place that oh, was there. I can't remember the name of I it forget. though. It was never open when I was down there. It was only open during the day. Uh, no, they were open at night because I ate there a few times. Really? Uh, yeah, and it was right. It, it was literally one of those things. It was right there. And then the next plank thing you went to was Windows on the Cumberland. Oh, and it was this oh, yeah, yeah, cool yeah. little Windows on the Cumberland is a cool little place because you walk in little bitty place. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the size of like of course nobody can see us. Maybe the size of the room we're in right now in my house. But it was one of those things you would walk in, and the bar was immediately back to your right, and it was in the corner. Well, you you would walk in, mm-hmm. and there was a staircase immediately to your right that would go upstairs to the balcony. The bar was underneath the balcony, and then it would open up. Yeah, it was on the left. No, it was on the right. Mm. It was on the right, but stairway staircase stairway was, was on, on the, the left next to the stage. Was it? Yeah. It's been a while since. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like a thing because the thing is, is that there was a balcony. No, you're right. It yeah. was. It was the on bar the was left, on the right, right hand side, and but it, then but the it was left, underneath the balcony yeah, because the right. balcony wrapped all the way yeah. around the room, which was cool because it was one of those things that it was a stage. It was a small stage, you know, yeah. and like it wasn't like very elevated or anything. But it was kind of cool because there was a balcony. Yeah, and so it was one of the. And then the reason why it was called Windows on the Cumberland is that there were all these windows that overlooked the Cumberland River and First Avenue and First Avenue. So it was like, yeah. and there was a lot of times, especially in the summer, that th- they would open those windows. Oh yeah, and so it was. You know, the people mm-hmm. down on you know down the street could hear you. Yeah, and uh, well, they they could hear you on the river if you're oh, going yeah, by the I General know, Jackson. I know, that's true, but it was a cool. I, like I saw. You know, of course, it was it Fluid Tuesday I used to play there a lot. Yeah, and, uh, my my buddy James's band. Yeah, and we would go and listen to them, and and then um, my our friend John Burke was in a band called The Loft. And oh, so, yeah, and, I remember know, them, yeah. And so it was one of those things they played there a lot. As a matter of fact, those were the two bands that closed the place down. The Loft usually opened up for yeah. Fluid Tuesday. That's what started. Yeah. And then Loft... It, it know, swapped after a yeah. while. But that was the, when they closed in 06, 07, somewhere around in there. Yeah. That was the last show was those two bands yeah. played. And um, and it was kind of one of those... I still got that CD that I worked on with... Fluid Tuesday. Fluid, Fluid I think Tuesday. I've got a copy of that here somewhere. I've got a whole bunch of, of local CDs yeah, around, I, I do, around here I somewhere. I do too. Or bands that came through and played yeah, us yeah, little yeah. clubs and all that. One of the things we were going to... Because we, we kind of touched on it. 328 Performance Hall. Oh, yeah. 328 Performance Hall was this old... I think it used to be... Um, a refinery of some sort or something. It was definitely some kind of industrial, you know, something. The cool thing about it is that they had, you would walk in and everything was wood in there. It was old. I mean, it was old, you know, like the, the, the tongue and groove. It was wood and concrete. Yeah. 
and uh, which was murder on the knees, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the ankles and stuff. Because the floor you stood on to watch the bands were concrete, man, and yeah. it was you know, and there was no give to that. No, whatever. Believe me, been in a few pits in that place. Oh and there was yeah, no give. Yeah, um, I staged dove in that place yeah. one point. I can't imagine you stage diving. <laughs> well, it, I staged dove, and they didn't really catch me. Yeah, they just kind of yeah. they kind of slowed me down going to the yeah, floor. I but. It was kind of cool because there was a bar outside, then there was a bar inside the. Uh, I would say outside, out in like the the hallway, and then there was a bar in the actual performance room. Yeah, but there was also another room back in the back that they would have on the weekends. They would have it was Johnny Jackson's Soul Satisfaction. Yeah, and Johnny Jackson was a local DJ who would spin. 70s and 80s you know old school old school yeah you know like soul and you know and funk and all that kind of stuff blues it was great yeah that place and that that went on as a matter of fact i think they moved they moved three or four times at when when 328 finally closed i know johnny jackson's continued in a couple other like another couple places but they haven't done he hasn't done anything in a long time uh there was a facebook group of people you know that had gone there you know all that kind of stuff it was yeah. kind of cool because every once in a while they would post pictures i'm like oh man that takes me back but uh 328 performance hall though okay yeah the first show i went to was saigon kick oh wow this was in march of 1993 okay it's the first show i went to there i'm trying to think what the first show i went to and uh, this was when they were touring for the Lizard. Yeah, and uh, great. I, that was the night I watched. I was like, I like these guys. These guys are cool, you know. Yeah. Um, and then I saw them again later that year. He's actually over here place. looking yeah, at a, a book I'm looking, of I've got a, I've got a Ticketmaster tickets. tickets. Yeah. Of who all I saw them. I saw Strutter, which is a Kiss cover band that toured. I you know, remember all that them. kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Every Mother's Nightmare, which is a local metal band, played there. I remember them. Eric Gale's band. Yeah. Uh, which we talked about on uh, one of our Forgotten. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who else do I have here that I saw at that place? Uh, Everclear. Eh. That was in 96. Um, My bands were a little bit more eclectic than hold yours. On, then. Hold on, hold on, Anthrax. I saw Anthrax Dude, there. How did I miss that show? Um, I would have gone to that. Uh, let's see, I Mother Earth. Oh, I forgot about which that. Which was band. another forgotten yeah. early '90s. Kings X. Um, I think I tried to get tickets to that show and it was sold out. Typo negative. Typo I saw it three twenty eight. Let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Because the reason I'm going through this, and I'm also taking some notes of some other... Because uh, Guar. I saw Guar play there. <laughs> yes. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Oh, you know what place that we forgot to mention? That hmm. record store over on Church that also... Oh, had, Lucy's. Yeah, Lucy's, Lucy's Record, record Shop. Shop. Man. I saw a lot of shows in there. Uh, oh, what was what was the band? Um, uh, Mount Pilot... Fun Girls. The fun Girls from Mount Pilot. Yeah, Fun yeah. Girls from Mount yeah. Pilot. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is that I'm sitting here going through Fleming and John. I saw them play there. Yeah, okay. I'm looking at this and I'm going, I don't have, because the thing is, apparently, I know I saw Buck Cherry play there. I saw Slash's Snake Pit play there okay. in the early 2000s. Um, but the thing with it, uh, I'm getting into, okay. The thing about it is that 
a lot, and I mean a lot, of bands that would go on to be big played there yeah. before. And, and and this is this is a small sampling. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish played there before, yeah. right right as Cracked Review had come out, and then they got huge right after that. Yeah. Uh, Alanis Morissette played there when she first, like when Jagged Little Pill first came out. It was funny watching that because she played there, then she came back through about six months later, and she played at Vandy at the at the um, um, their uh, memorial, the memorial gym. Yeah, and then uh, about six months after that, she came through and played Starwood, which is our amphitheater, which yeah. is where I actually saw her. I missed her, I, and I almost went to that that show. Weezer played there when they were on the way up. Counting Crows played there when they were on the way up. Uh, Marilyn Manson played there when he was on the way up. Yep. Uh, and here's <laughs> one and. I wish to God I could have gone to this show. Yeah. And could have, but opted not to. Well, I didn't really opt not to. The person that I could have gone with opted not to go, and so I wasn't, wasn't going to go by myself because I was just 18. And, um, I mean, it was kind of one of those, like, I don't really want to go to the show by myself. Yeah. This is at 328 Performance Hall. This place held 800 people. Like, that was, that was, that was what the... Um, Fire code. The fire code was was eight hundred people. Yeah. Pantera and White Zombie played there together. This oh. was vulgar display of power. I'll I'll never and I went to one Pantera show. I've been to a couple I'm, Pantera shows. I was like, at that infamous <laughs> Pantera show at Starwood where they ripped the seats out. Oh and yeah. All that. I, I was wasn't like, at that one. No. I missed that one. I saw them I saw them at Starwood twice. I did see them at Starwood when they toured with White Zombie on a cold headlining tour. Yeah. Like this was um ninety five, ninety six. It would have been ninety six. Um, it was ninety six. It was the last tour that White Zombie did. Something uh, abusive. No, this was the Far Beyond Driven. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. No, now the one that was the the one that was at three twenty eight Performance Hall was the Far Beyond Driven. Yeah. That was right right when Far Beyond Driven had come out. Like it hadn't been out very long yeah. at all. And it was them and White Zombie was a nobody. Like they hadn't they they had not hit yet. It would be another year before they hit. And you know, uh, Tool played at three twenty eight Performance Hall on the way up. I saw Tool at Lollapalooza when they came I, through I at saw Star that, Yeah, that was later. I saw um, Matchbox Twenty played there when mm. they were. I'm just on the when they were on. Yeah, it was one of those shows that like you would, you know, Dave Matthews Band played there before yeah. they, you know, before they they hit. Big. I, I saw Mighty Mighty Bostones yeah, play there. Boston. I saw Urge Overkill play. You know who there. played there back in the very early nineties that I would I wish to God I could have gotten and gone and seen who Public was that? Enemy. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, uh, I saw pavement there. Yeah, um, I believe it was pavement. I saw. Uh, I don't know how many times I saw Web Wilder play. Oh yeah, there. that kind of. That's like Valhalla. Yeah, I saw them <laughs> Valhalla. countless times, man. It's a local about, metal band for people that don't know. Forgotten that, about Valhalla. That they were still trying to keep the the metal alive through the grunge years, and yeah. Um, let's see what I'm trying to think. Oh. The big one that I saw at 328 Performance Hall that I do not have a ticket stub for because it was announced day of yeah. was in 1994, a couple months after the Amorica album came out. Oh, Black, Black Crows. Crows played yeah. there. They played under a different name. It was OD Jubilee was what they, they, were, they were called. Yeah. And it was basically they were warming up to go out on tour. Yeah. And they did a show in, in Atlanta. And they did one here as warm-ups at, at 324 Salt. Again, hold held 800 people. Yeah. There were way more than 800 people in that place. I mean, it was a – everybody was like, if one person moved, 
everybody moves. That's how that Mighty Mighty Boston's I mean, concert was. They had a pit going for that, yeah. and it was like being trapped oh, in the ocean. Up there to was your no, chest. there was no pit going in this. Okay, yeah. this was there were so many people in there that I'm, literally there was no room to move. Um, and I mean, it was it was a good show. Don't get me wrong; it's a real good show. Um, the, the last show that I saw at 328 before they tore the place down was Beck. Oh, really? Yeah. Beck played there. Beck played there and played for like two and a half, three hours, mm. just him and his band. That's cool. I mean, I mean, and I was, I was, I got there a little late, so I was stuck on the very back wall. Mm -hmm. But the bass that they had going in, I kind of had like a loose long sleeve shirt mm -hmm. on. The bass they had rolling in that place, my shirt moved every time <laughs> the bass hit. It I remember. Crazy. I can't remember who it was that I saw who the op who the main act was, but I do know that the two opening acts. One of them was the Electric Hell Electric Hellfire Club, and the other one was Neurosis. Okay. And you know, a, you know, you're getting an Electric Hellfire Club was kind of a techno metal something, you know, '90s, yeah. '90s, uh, and then uh, Neurosis is kind of this weird audio visual. Have you, have you ever seen them? No. They were this weird audio visual band, like that. That was like their big thing. Like they had a, they had a uh, huge, huge show. screen behind yeah. them, you know, that they were showing all kinds of weird stuff on, you know, and then they were kind of a, they were kind of metal, but they were kind of. They weren't really techno, but they were a little more. I guess they were more prog rock than anything. You know, more more of a tool type, you know, yeah. where it was. They were metal, but they weren't, you know, like Pantera metal. You know, was it's, it more like a, an industrial type? Eh, it what didn't quite get to industrial, but yeah. it was. Speaking of which, somebody who played there a couple of times was um, um, Ministry. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that was one of those things you, you never knew who you were going to hear. You know, they that would was, that book was playing. Some they did. Bands you know, in there. a lot oh, of bands on the way another, up. Another band that mm -hmm. played in there under a different title. Oh. Uh, there was a band that played there by the name of they were going by the name of Hovercraft. Okay, turned out to be Pearl Jam. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, Foo Fighters played there. Yeah. Like some of their first, like one of their first, very first gigs yeah. was at 328 Performance Hall. Uh, yeah, I remember hearing about the Hovercraft. Yeah. It was a Pearl Jam. Because it was one of those things, it was it was a big enough venue, like I said, it would hold about 800 people. It was a mid-sized venue. Yeah, it was a... It was a it was a larger small it was a it was a bigger small venue you know because like kind of our mid sized venue here is um, uh, the Ryman Auditorium because it holds what two thousand people yeah, or something I like guess. that and that was kind of the you know and then you would get into like Memorial Gym yeah you know and that was War Memorial War Memorial was like auditorium no not War Memorial uh, at, Vandy, well, at, Vandy. at Vandy it's the yeah. uh, Memorial Gym. War, War Memorial, something else. Uh, that's a different place. I saw a lot of concerts yeah. over there. My first concert in town, in fact, was Suicidal Tendencies opening up for nice. Queensryche. Nice. When they did the double album tour, yeah, yeah. where they did Mind Crimes and then took a fifteen Empire. minute break and then did the and they did them back to back. They did them in order of oh, nice. CD. Yeah, I um, would like to. Well, I've seen Suicidal Tendencies in concert before. Yeah. I, I, they're they're one of those like I would. If they, if they got back together and went on tour, I would go see them. Yeah. That's actually who I went to go see was Suicidal yeah. Tendencies, and that's where I discovered Queensryche. Right. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I really need to. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But there, um, <laughs> there were. How do we how do we put this delicately? 
Uh oh, we're about to get in trouble, aren't At we? At one point, Nashville was a lot more fun than it is now. <laughs> oh no, no, no! We're we're not going to put that delicately at all. Nashville was a lot more fun than what it is now. Period. Let's put it this way: in the '90s, all the way up to the early 2000s, per capita, per capita. Okay, yeah. Nashville had more churches. Yep. And more strip clubs than any other city in oh, America. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> I, I was going to go with we had more music clubs, and there was a lot more music going no, on. Dude, in the at city one point, there. dude, there were strip clubs all over this place. Uh, yeah, I used to. I, I am not talking. I'm not speaking for Dave at this point. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> we used to frequent quite a few of them. <laughs> you used to frequent. That's what quite I said. A bit I said I'm not speaking for you. I'm talking about me. Uh, now that nowadays, there's what two in town? I think I don't know. It's uh, and I'll tell you. I don't know. My my last. Honestly, I know there are two, and the reason why I know this is because one of them is Deja Vu, which is a, it's a chain, which you can imagine a chain, but there are, they're there in a bunch of cities. It's been around here for a long time, but it's one of the few that are still like running in town, and so I actually wind up running a lot of tourists over there. And so I was like, well, yep, that's still running. Okay, there you go, you know. Oh, um, okay. And then there's Crazy Horse. The last time I went to a strip club at all yeah, was Crazy Horse. There are two reasons I would never go back to that place ever. There are two words that will sum up why I will never go back to that place again. Okay. Pregnant stripper. And I mean like six months pregnant. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Full stop. Yeah. I guess girls got to make money, but still. (laughs) Just... I don't know. How, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I have nothing so, to follow up with. Yeah, but yeah. yeah my apologies to any family members that are listening to this right now. <laughs> I, but you know. So <laughs> I, I'm not hiding anything here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really was. There, I, there was a pregnant. There was a pregnant stripper, man. I mean, and it was like not so. Like she was probably six months. Uh, it was just like wow. Yeah, we're gone. And this that's it. <laughs> all right, I am Big Day. Yeah. <laughs> that that's Alan Smith. It's yeah, been yeah, fun yeah. doing the podcast. Uh, but anyway, like I said, there was you know, maybe we'll have to reserve that for a different time. Uh, but uh I can talk <laughs> about how, how much fun Nashville was at one point. Uh, but it was um That went in such a different direction than I was expecting. <laughs> well the thing uh, it, there are not as many music venues downtown no. as there used to be. I'll admit that. There, there is that also. It, There's since, not as many music venues around Nashville as a whole anymore. Right. I mean, even Usually, the suburbs used to have there decent music There are still clubs. a few of them around. You know, there's the five spot, obviously, over, you know. And you but got, it's been taken got, over by tourists thanks yeah, to that show and Nashville. Nashville has done a the, the show, the, the television show Nashville has done a uh, a lot to a screw lot this town to, up. Thank to you, guys. Not screw. Well, I don't think that the city. No, USA Today is the reason that this town is screwed up as it is because they're the ones who came out with the whole. Oh, Nashville's a new it city, and within six months they had that show in production. Yeah, I mean it was like, oh, well, that's a new it city. We need to ABC is like, hey, we need to uh, we need to capitalize on this, and 
Sure yeah. enough. Now, one of the great things I loved about it, because I did watch that show like from beginning to end. I did. I loved watching it simply because I'm like, okay, I want to see how screwed up their sense of geography is this week. Because oh, I get that. That was so much fun. Here, here's a little secret for for any of you who have never been to Nashville. If someone says you, know, you probably have heard of the Bluebird Cafe, okay? Yeah. Bluebird Cafe is not in Nashville, downtown Nashville at all. It's not even anywhere near downtown Nashville. It's not. It's not it even is in a walking distance it's in from a, Nashville. A western suburb of Nashville called Green Hills. Called Green Hills, and it's in a little strip mall. Yep. Like it was one of those things where you're like, really, this is it? Yeah. So anytime that you would see somebody on that show talk about, hey, we're going to go over to the, you know, the, acting like they're going to go over the Bluebird from their downtown, they're just go to the Bluebird. No, that is a good twenty minute trip. Okay, by car, by car, and that's if you don't get caught in traffic. Yes, and because Hillsborough Road that is on is notorious for traffic. I mean, notorious for it. Okay, you know when you go to the mall at Christmas and you can't go anywhere because all the traffic's backed up well, and it's really slow. Who, like you're older and it remembers when malls were like that. Well, so. that's true. <laughs> that's Hillsborough Road. It is all the time, all year round. Yeah. In the morning and in the afternoons, especially, it's just yeah. terrible. The only time you can actually really travel up and down Hillsborough Road right. unencumbered is like one in the morning. Oh, I'm, believe me, I know. I'm driving from rideshare, I know about this. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the other things that they were they screwed up on there one time, which is great, was that we have a, a pedestrian bridge that runs from uh, Nissan Stadium where the Titan, the Tennessee Titans play. It's yep. across the Cumberland River from downtown. Yep. And there is an uh, it used to be the Shelby Street Bridge, but they. Yep. It, it was in disrepair, so they, they built a different bridge. And then at that one, they took it and they made it a pedestrian bridge. So you can legitimately park over in the stadium parking lot and walk across the bridge into downtown, you know, and type thing. And it's kind of cool, you know, especially when it's nice out, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. There was an episode of the show where they were in. They were at Soundcheck. Doing rehearsals. Was it sound check? Yeah, it was sound check. Which is all the way over across town. I mean, like all the way over across town. Okay, if you're if you're if you get on Google Maps and you look up Top Golf, mm-hmm. sound check is just like a block and a half over. Right, which is you can see downtown, all of downtown from over there yeah. because it's that far away. And they go, like, and let's go for a little walk. walk. And, and they're, they're like, walk out and, and they, they go right up the, the pedestrian bridge. It's like, no, 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 no. You no, see no, them no, walk no. out the door. <laughs> Of Soundcheck, which is like the professional place for all the the national acts right, to practice right. at and 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 get their shows ready right. and, and all that. And they walk. You see them walk out the door, and then you see them walk around a corner, and then they're on the show. They're on the pedestrian bridge. Right. It's like no, that's not that's not how that that's works. a twenty minute drive. Yes. <laughs> Without traffic. Without traffic. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I loved about that show. Um, was the the bluebird itself because all the stuff that they shot interiors of that place yeah were on a sound stage yeah because the bluebird is tiny yeah like they, there is nowhere near as much space in that place as they made it out they mean. basically had to go in and recreate the interior mm-hmm. of the bluebird they did a good job yeah but they made it much larger than it actually the, was only yes. way they get all that I know. crap in there but it uh, and and folks if you're coming to town to go to the bluebird. You want to go early. You also have to get tickets. Yeah, you've got to get tickets. You got to go early, and you have to go stand in line. Yeah, and there's still a chance that you're probably not getting in. There is a good chance of that, and I mean, it's a, it is a. I've never been to the Bluebird. I've never. I I've, mean, it's, I've drive past driven, it. I've dropped plenty of people off over there. I've yeah. been past it, God knows how many times, you know. But it's just one of those like, all right, but because the thing is, is there will be a line out the door. 
I yep. mean, literally, there is a line at the door to get in. And again, if you bought tickets, you yep. get preference, but it still doesn't mean you're going to get in. So yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it, it's it's something. It's not what you imagine it to be. Is what it comes down to. Uh, you know, it's Nashville is a wonderful city, or at least it's still a wonderful city. Okay, it's yeah. just that we've got a we have a tourist problem. No offense to the tourists. And by tourists, I mean we had a bunch of tourists that moved to town and they haven't left yet. Is yeah, what it is. That's the okay. Some offense to the tourists. I mean, and it's one of those things that I know a lot of people. Who Airbnb have been, has who have, made it worse. Yeah, People who have been here for a long time or grew up here like I did, yeah. who are really upset about this new Nashville. Okay. Yeah. I'm not as much because the flip side of that is that we could have been stagnant or been in the negative growth. Yeah. And that could be a real problem. Uh, but you've got to find a happy The problem is somewhere. is that over the last decade or so, they have massively overbuilt. And the prices have gone through the roof. I don't mind Which, growth and expansion. You've got to have that if right. you want to keep relevant. We don't want to turn into Detroit. But I mean, the, let's be honest. But yeah, the problem a, is, they instead of trying to preserve the soul mm-hmm. and what Nashville oh, no. is about, they've, been, they've come in here and they've gutted it. They, they have torn down so many places that legit a lot of music history took place. Yeah. And I'm not talking about local music. I'm talking about like... A lot of country music history is gone yeah. now because, oh, well, you know, we don't, you know, we, we, we want to put up condos or we want to do this or that or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, no, don't you understand? This oh, is a, Cannery Row. That's they a, haven't done it they yet. They haven't done it yet, but that's a club we didn't talk about. Can, the Cannery. The Cannery. Um, um, Mercy Lounge and what's called the High Watt now. Yeah. There are three. It's Cannery Ballroom now. Yeah. Those are three places that, you know, have been around for a long time. Well, and Music Mafia. Yeah, um, yeah, the John Rich, and John all them. Rich, yeah. and all them. They all started over right. that. That was right. a Cannery Road thing that right. they did. You know, Cowboy Troy and Big yeah. and Rich Gretchen, and uh, Gretchen, Gretchen Wilson. Wilson and, and, yeah, I know all of those. And Kid Rock used to go over there and play every once in yep. a while. And that's still, but the, the 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 bad thing with that is that that property has sold recently. Yeah, which it's like to, so you gonna to, go to out of town developers? Yeah, so you're gonna go in there and tear all that down and and, and, and build that condos? Is, yeah. And it's, and we didn't even get into like some of the bands that played at the cannery. I oh, mean, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, back in, when they were in the Pretty Hate Machine tour, yeah. like their first tour, played, played, they played the cannery. You know, different. There's there's been several Jackal played there several times, and because that was when they Jackal were Jackal played up. everywhere. I know, town. I know, because they, they were just down down the road in Atlanta. Uh, they loved this town. Yeah. They would be. They were up here like every. They were. Year. I saw Jackal a lot of yeah. several times here. Uh, matter of fact, they played 328 at yeah. one point, you know. Um, they played all the major they venues did. in they town. Did. They did. And, uh, Jesse James Dupree and that chainsaw. Yeah, whatever. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all I can say about them. They're a fun band, but that's all I can say about them. Yeah. So, anyways, now that we have, uh, you know, run off anyone who doesn't know anything about Nashville, uh, <laughs> or cares for that matter. All I'm going to say is... We love Nashville. We do. I love I, it. I've I, got, I've got, dude. I've got a tattoo of Nashville on my arm, like legitimately. Yeah, I have he downtown uh, skyline tattooed here. on my. We'll, we'll get a picture of it in a minute, uh, but and put it up on the, the the Instagram. Yeah. But it's one of those things that, yeah, I, I, I tried several times to leave, and I always wound up staying. 
And eventually, I, I was finally at like, you know what? This is actually a pretty cool place. So after I've moved around as much mm-hmm. as I have, I when we first moved here and moved to where we moved to. I hated it here. I didn't want to be here. Right. And then I kind of started discovering mm-hmm. myself and here. And I don't. I can't imagine living. Any yeah. place else. You know, and that's everywhere like, else is somewhere fun to go visit and then come home. Right. And that was like I said, when I was a little kid, I knew yeah. there was something going on somewhere downtown. Yeah. And for all of my for the last couple of years of my teens, all through my twenties, and even into my early, you know, early to mid thirties, I was usually downtown on the weekends. I mean, that yeah. was somewhere at some place, you know, whether it was a going to see a concert, whether it was a club, whether it was at a bar, whether it was whatever, well, just walking yeah. around sometimes. You just go down there and just, you know, walk around second and, and And people watch. Yeah. And that was, you know sit one of the things I used to enjoy doing if I wanted to people watch is Sabaros was on the corner oh, yeah, of Second yeah. Avenue Second and Commerce, Commerce. Right there, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they had huge windows yep. and they had a they had like a it wasn't a bar. It was like a bar place to right, sit and eat. Right. Yeah. I would get a like couple, a lunch counter. Yeah, kind of, I would yeah. get like a couple, three slices of those huge Sabaro mm-hmm. pieces, uh, slices, and a drink, and I would sit there in that big plate glass window mm-hmm. looking out over 2nd Avenue, Second Avenue and yep. Commerce and watching the people go yep. by. Yep, yep. And, uh, I don't, yeah, that's a... Uh, I've, I've eaten many a, 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 of sobering up a <laughs> piece of pizza, at the, or a couple pieces of pizza at, yeah. at, at that place, and... Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I kind of miss Nashville sometimes. Yeah, and then and then I'll, I'll have for some reason I'll have to go down there, and then I'm like, no, nah, I don't miss this place anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad being in the suburbs. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I just I want to end the show quoting uh-huh. one of my one a bumper sticker that has stayed on one of my cars, on, on my car for for multiple cars. Right. Welcome to Nashville. Now y'all go home. Now y'all go home. <laughs> yep. I am Big Dave. Uh, wait a second before oh, we get out of here. Oh, what, what? We have to, hey, tell people where they can find us. Well, all the social media All the places. social media places you can find us at Project X, Project Gen X Pod. <laughs> He's still getting used to it, folks. No, at, at Project Gen X Pod. Yeah. I mean, that's all of them. Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, Parlay, um, Facebook. Facebook. Um, I think we're, I don't think we're on anything else. Uh, our and that's our email is projectgenxpod at gmail.com. Yep. You can get in touch with us there. Tell us about your, you know, what you loved or hated about or hate about Nashville. Or come uh, to town, any, look around and tell us what you think. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you need, you know, uh, tips on where to go when you come here. That's one of the things that would drive you for ride shares. You know, everybody's like, Oh, you know, I want to go do all the Nashville stuff. I'm like, No, you want to go do stuff that people in Nashville do. Yeah. Like actual Nashvillians, you know, and, and I would tell them like, Hey, <clears throat> Loveless Cafe. Go to Centennial Park. Go see the Parthenon. Yeah. You know, I mean, just different stuff, you know. Yeah, where I still do that every once in a while. I know. Because they've got like, a great art gallery in the basement yeah, of that place. They do. And plus the fact there's on the outside, there's trains yeah. and, and airplanes. No, the, no, the train is gone. The train's gone. Oh, the, the no. train is gone. No, it's it's a good thing. Okay. Um, and actually, there's still fundraising going on for it. Okay. And I know this because my wife's grandfather was actually the fireman on that engine. Okay. At one point, that's what one of his jobs was. But there's a group here in town that restores old train engines and okay. trains for to put them back on the rails oh, okay. as like tourist deals. Okay. And they have actually come and got that engine in fire and wood and firebox coal mm-hmm. box, and they moved that thing to a rail um, central be, place. Yeah. And they are completely taking it apart 
and restoring it bolt okay. for well, bolt. That's cool. And they're going to put it back on the rails and do like tours with it. That thing's been sitting for since I was a kid. Me and I mean, the group of people that we hung out with in high school actually took senior ad pictures on mm-hmm, that train mm-hmm. and we kind of climbed over into the firebox where you're not supposed to, where you're not yeah. supposed yeah. to and get, had pictures <laughs> made in it. And this is years before I even knew right, my wife. Right, so. yeah. But there's there was some really cool stuff that's not quote unquote yeah. touristy, you know, that there 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 are some really cool places that you know, some of my favorite hole in the wall places. Exactly, you know, some great, some great, you know, food restaurants and, yeah. and and bars and different places like that. That you know, that if you, all you're going to do is go down and get the the quote unquote Nashville experience. Yeah. First off, it's not the Nashville experience. Uh, you're getting and, the fairy tale. Yeah, you're you're getting the the you're getting someone's. Uh, uh, corporate version of what Nashville you're getting is the to be. clean marketed version yeah, of you know, Nashville. You get the 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 pedal taverns and the you know all that BS and <sighs> I, okay. I hate <laughs> I, you want to have to try to drive downtown on the weekends with those stupid things. I uh, hate the pedal taverns, uh-huh. the hayride uh-huh. with the tractor. I hate uh, the, the party wagon. The party and wagon. I, I, I hate a, the hot tub stuff. limo. All of that stuff, man. It's terrible. Uh, so. Uh, but yeah, if you want if you want to know where to go in Nashville, yeah. send us an email. We can tell you some cool places to go that, that won't cost you. Country Music Hall of Fame, if nothing else, dude. That is that is worth every dime that you will spend to go in there. That, so. That's worth going down there every time they change the exhibits they, and, and see what. And that's new. the cool thing is that they change exhibits every six months or yeah. so, so. I think Musicians Hall of Fame is yes is down, down there uh, too. It's, well, it's down at the uh, Municipal Auditorium. Yeah, okay. uh, which is. It's within walking distance. Yeah, it's not direct. It's 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 just on the outskirts of downtown, like just yeah outside of downtown proper. Uh, but yeah, there's that. You know, there's there's all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, also, oh, you know what I miss being uh, going to downtown hmm. and just walk growing guitar. Yeah, growing guitar, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Growing guitar was this old guitar shop that had been there for. Ever and it was it was the high end mm-hmm. and it literally was they had they had in their vaults they had guitars that were two or three hundred thousand dollars yeah I mean like stuff they've been played stuff, by yeah. Oh. yeah they had they had a lot they had a lot of instruments that had been played by you know Opry stars yeah. and, and different stuff like that and and it was also one of those things that anytime a band would come into town yeah they hanging, were there they were hanging you know? out at Gruen now it was in a prime spot on Broadway. Yeah, it was. And that's why they're not there any longer. It, it still exists. They're just south oh, of Nashville I didn't now. realize Groom was still around. Yeah, it's over on 8th Avenue now. Oh. They moved when they lost their lease yeah. is what happened. And now it's some stupid bar. I don't know what it is. Planet Hollywood. Yeah, no. <laughs> we did have a Planet Hollywood, but it's not here. You know, that's been gone for a long yeah. time. We have a, a, a Hard Rock, which I, I don't know when, how that place stays open. I remember when that place went in. Uh-huh. I do too. Like the mid-90s. We... Well, it was after it would no, it was it was ninety three or ninety three no, or ninety four. It was like more like ninety five, ninety six. Now it's because 94. we went we didn't have it when I was in the high, in the high school band and mm-hmm. we actually went up for Clinton's inauguration and played a bunch of stuff up there. That was in ninety two. That was in ninety two and we went to the hard rock and it was a big deal because there wasn't one around our area close enough to there go was one to in Atlanta. Atlanta yeah, Atlanta, yeah, but, but Atlanta. We went to the DC Hard Rock. Yeah, and it I mean, was, I've been in, I've been in some other Hard Rocks. So I mean, and a, that was cool. That was right. the first time I'd ever been to a Hard Rock. And then we got back, and like two years later, they're like, "Oh, right. we're building a Hard I think Rock." It was, I think it was ninety. It was ninety. It was ninety four when they opened it, I believe. Maybe. 
Yeah, it was ninety. Yeah, it was ninety four when they opened it. I remember that, and um, I don't know how the place stays open to be honest, because it used to be kind of a happening spot. Yeah. But well, they used to have live music. They in still there. have, as far as I know, they still have. But live it was music. local live music. Yeah. And uh, and it was rock music. Right now, I think we still have a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville or something. That do we? Yeah, I don't know. I know that when the the uh, the riot happened a couple months ago. It sustained a lot of damage, but um, people had to get them parrot shirts. I guess I don't know. Uh, they busted out of the windows, yeah. all of them that were there. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, I don't know what that. There's a few of those. Like I said, it's another branded bar. Yeah, that's down there. Um, so yeah, but Nashville's. It, <laughs> don't take it for that. There's plenty of other cool places to go besides all that stuff. Cool uh, the other thing I was going to say, um, we have a hub now. It is caffeineandsleepingpills.com. Ooh. Caffeine and A N D sleepingpills.com. All one, you know, together. And when did we do that? <laughs> that's what I've been working on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've been uh, I've been putting up some uh, reviews of stuff as well as just kind of a I've got a I've got a uh, a Halloween blog on there that I've been doing as well as I'm finding stuff as we're, we're nearing the, the best the most wonderful time of the year. Yes. Um, finding stuff here and there and uh, also just like I said there's some reviews and, and different it's, it's going to be a lot of stuff. I'm working on getting a few other writers to work on the site. Uh, it's going to be pop, pop culture. All of our podcasts are going to be there. Like you can go yep. there now and, and listen to all the, the the Project Gen X stuff is on there. And there's going to be some more podcasts coming. Uh, we're going to we're working on a network and that's going to be our hub. And so if you go to caffeineandsleepingpills.com, there will be a, there is a link in the description, and um, you can go there and see what we got going on. I'm trying to get convince Dave to start writing some stuff, and he says he's not really a writer. I'm so not really a writer. <laughs> I, I do better on the technical stuff. Okay. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's our that's our new hub. You, and, you might get lucky, and I, I might write something and, and put it through my wife, the editor. And Dave and I are going to be working on some videos as well. So uh, yeah, you did that on purpose. <laughs> You did it on purpose. You bought a video camera, knowing know. that I'm a fat guy, knowing it's going to put another a, ten I pounds sent, on me. I and sent a video. Gonna, I sent a, a picture to him the other day. He's like, "Hey, I did a thing." And he's like, "I hate you." Now I'm going to have to try to start losing some weight because. So, well, there you go. Maybe we can we can um, you know uh, chronicle uh, both of our weight losses. You know, uh, because we're both working on it. The so. reason I went to college for video production be behind is camera, to be behind the so. camera. So, but anyways, yeah, Jerk. check um, caffeineandsleepingpills.com. It's going to be our hub for um, kind of everything that we're working on. Um, and there are links on there. I think I've got them all up now for all of our social media and everything. So, I mean, it's... it's uh, Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we've got a... We got what, stuff in the works. It's not it's not perfect yet, but we're working on it. And uh, we're just trying to improve a little bit every day. That's right. So and he's doing most of it behind my back while I'm working are, my day job. We are coming up on a year of doing this show. It'll be in, in September. Yeah, we are a year, and we're also coming up on our fiftieth episode, which we have something special. Yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah, we're going to. So, uh, anyways, guys, thanks a lot for sitting here and listening to us talk for the last hour and some change. And uh, hopefully, I didn't embarrass Dave too much because I got stories. And <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh no! I think I think at some point we're going to have to have our, uh, our special. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? 
an after dark or something, you know, where it's, uh, okay, this is the stuff that you shouldn't listen to in front of your kids or family members or anyone who's a decent person. And <laughs> I think I'm going to set that one out. I, I'm going to, okay, I got plenty of other people to come on to do that one. So <laughs> I'll sit over in the corner and run the equipment and I'll let you and your, your yeah. heathen friends, <laughs> Talking about all the bad you did in the world. Yeah, well. So anyways, guys, thanks a lot. I am Alan Smith. I'm Big Dave. And we will see you next time. See ya. Her streets are paved with memories. Her roads are lined with dreams. There's magic in her music. Come see what we mean. All roads lead to Nashville. You're never far away. All roads lead to Nashville. Music City, USA.